Hello and welcome to my YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this, welcome to my podcast. Before we go any further, I would really like to thank all my subscribers and all my listeners. It really does help me grow this channel and grow my podcast. I do it more for fun. Uh, the guests that come in, they do it for fun as well. So, you know, um, it's great that you guys and girls out there are really enjoying the content. Today, we're not actually reviewing anything. We're more just having a chin wag. Um, and I've got my mate in, uh, Joseph Dot. Welcome in again, Joe. Thank you. And Joe is, I don't know why I'm talking to a camera really, yeah. I should be talking to you. <laughs> um, Joe, is, well, actually, I talked to the camera uh, for now, Joe. Yeah. I'll right. ignore you. Okay, no worries, there. go ahead. But uh, uh, Joe is a very well, not well renowned, but he is a renowned uh, wedding photographer, portrait photographer. I think you do more, I mean, you. I think you undersell yourself really, Joe, looking at your work. I think you're a lot more, than you're a very modest man, I think. Yeah. I appreciate that, Bob, but we're not here to talk about my work. We're here to talk about something else. We Let's are. Talk about that. <laughs> we'll change the subject. Yeah. Um, this is what we're talking about. The Canon R5 and a little bit of the R6. Now, the R5, we're doing this because everyone is doing it. So I thought, well, why don't we as well? We're joining the rat race, as yeah. it were. Um, now, this has been a major launch, not just for Canon, but for the entire photographic industry. Um, and that's mainly because I think it shoots 8K. And because yeah. of that, it's the first camera on the planet of, of this style, of this shape, you know, sort of hybrid camera that shoots 8K. Now, I don't want to go through all the specs of it, but you're a Canon shooter. You shoot with a 5D3 and a 5D4, don't you? That's right, yeah. And you have done since you started your professional career, haven't yeah. you? Well, I started on the 5D Mark II, but ah, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. But then um, now I'm on the 5D Mark III and Mark IV. Yeah, right. I have one of each. Okay, yeah. so you're, I think, to me, you're the only guy I know that shoots Canon, well, you're not the only guy that shoots Canon, you're the only guy I know that shoots Canon, yeah. for a living, makes money out of using Canon gear. Um, and my, I've got one question for you before we go into it. Would you invest, seriously, in uh, one or two uh, R5s? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% not, just not. because, I mean, currently... They they cost was it four grand each? Yeah, I don't right? know. The, uh, I haven't really looked. It's, yeah, it's going mean, to be around four grand. The, the pre-order I think was four thousand something just right. for the body, right? right? I think I think um, and four thousand each. I'd need two cameras. You would. So yeah. that's eight grand. That's without any lenses. So we're looking yeah. at somewhere between ten and fifteen grand just to have the working setup that I need to shoot a wedding or to shoot. And it's compact flash card. No CF fast card. Well, not compact flash. That dates back years ago. CF yeah. CF fast. They're not cheap. No. So you add in another five hundred quid for some cards. Maybe more than that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the price range. I mean, you'd have to be making a hell of a lot of money from your from your um, photography work. To, to I mean, don't get me wrong, it's an investment. If you need 8K, this is the other issue, Bob. Is I don't need the specs that it has. If no, I desperately no, needed them, if I desperately needed 8K for a job that's going to pay me 15 grand or something, yeah, I would I would invest in it because it's an investment. But obviously, sometimes you have to take the wants from the needs yeah, and separate them. Yeah, if somebody was going to give me one, yeah, absolutely. I would, <laughs> yes, I would, I would use the socks <laughs> off of it and I would, you know. But the, the issue is with it is that, you know, getting two of them is just not 
feasible. I mean, well, I mean, I've used Canon, I've used VM6 Mark II, you've got VM3. Yeah, I've used VM6 Mark II and VM3, which I then sold to you. And I loved VM6 Mark II. It's a great little compact camera. So Canon, you know, are producing some great stuff, although the, uh, the M range, I don't think, is, has been particularly successful for them. Um, I think this will be. This is their full-frame RF uh, glass that goes on it. Um, but... Um, as he says, not just the investment in the body, is it? It's the investment in all the glass. Although you could effectively use the glass you've got and use an RF adapter. Yeah, you could do that. You know, that's um, that's something you could do. It's not something that I'm a fan of doing. No. Um, unless I was adapting old lenses for a particular reason, like an old lens onto a, you know, to give it a certain look. I, of I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm yeah. all about old, old lens, old film lenses. Yeah, no, like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. but yeah. I wouldn't. Um, I like to use, just personally, I like to use the native lenses for the camera. Right. I don't like anything in between. And also, Bob, I don't know if you've seen, but from what I've seen, the lenses on this thing are absolutely ginormous. Oh, they are. Yeah, oh, and, they are. and that's a I big mean, deal for me because yeah. I don't want to be carrying around. No. Part of the appeal no. of going mirrorless is to be smaller and lighter. Yeah. It's one of the biggest things people you know, talk about. It is. Oh, I saved my back or, or this and that. But, I mean, the lenses are just ginormous and, and they're so fat and round. And yeah. I bet they're gorgeous. I bet they are brilliant. I bet they produce amazing images. But I just don't want those massive boulders swinging around. Or, you know, and they're expensive, so I don't want them swinging around on my straps. And, and you're a big lad. wedding. I mean, yeah. that respectfully as opposed yeah. to, like, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it's... it's I, I, I mean, Canon... I think Canon will do well out of VR5 and VR6. I mean, they've created tremendous... I use the word hype. I'm not sure if that's a fair word because um, I don't think it is hype. But, you know, the 8K, if we look at the specs, um, 45 megapixels, Joe, we haven't even discussed that. Well, that would be... I mean, if you shot a 45 megapixel for doing a wedding, surely... I mean, I don't do weddings, but surely isn't that not overkill? Wouldn't that take up... I mean, you're shooting a hell of a lot of photographs. That's going to take up a massive amount of storage space, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, it, it will, yeah. But the... Um I mean, the, the the things that I think would be good as a wedding photographer with the 45 megapixels, you don't need 45 megapixels no, unless no. you're blowing up to massive billboard sort of size photos yeah. for weddings, which not many people would do, I can imagine. Um, one of the good things I would sort of see it for is that if you really like shooting prime lenses yeah. and you're stuck somewhere with a 35, and say you've got the, the, the 85 and the 35 and the 85's a bit too tight where you're stuck and the 35's kind of not really the shot you're going for, you could shoot it with the 35 and crop in afterwards and it'll give you a lot of crop room to play yeah. with. I mean, yeah. you, you don't even need 45 megapixels to do a decent crop anyway, no. but that no. will give you a really, really decent file at a decent crop is, as well. Is that not like being a lazy photographer though? No, because sometimes <laughs> no, because sometimes Bob, you're not allowed to move, and the little you know the yeah, church mouse lady says, point. "I want you to stand there, and you're not allowed to go anywhere else, and you're only allowed to take a photo of the first kiss and the ring exchange. That's it. Uh, good so, point. And there's no flash, and there's no this, and there's no that. So it's a bit different here that you could be stuck between two pews and not be able to move, which is the main reason why I use a twenty-four to one hundred five, Bob." So, so I have the range. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. that range of being able to go from 24 to 105 at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I said, people who shoot prime, when they get stuck in that situation where they're at the back of a smaller church or and they don't have a really long lens, no, you, you could use it and crop in quite, you know, sufficiently. Four grand for just to have a 40. Also, well, it's not only that, Bob. That's not the only thing. 45 megapixels is uh, um, 
you know, the the biggest thing for me as well about this camera is not the 8K. I couldn't care less about 8K, to be honest, but I do video work, but I can't imagine anybody needing 8K for anything except stock footage, to be honest, um, for businesses to go on those massive, uh, you know, screens or whatever. But the eight-stop image stabilization, in-body stabilization is a game-changer for Canon because we just haven't we've had it. We've never had it. We've yeah. never had it. And yeah. I've always yeah. lusted over Sony. Um, right. Um, because of the image stabilization and Panasonic, of course. Yeah, but well, I, but I haven't lost. I haven't lost you know. it over the Panasonic. Uh, uh, it's just um, the the Sony's. They tick so many boxes. Completely silent. They had the in body stabilization. The, the, I'm talking about the A7 III, for example. Uh, possibly they the had A9 the, as well. Yeah, and the A9. But they had the banding issues and things. The the super frame rates where you could 20 frames per second or something where you yeah. could hold the shutter down and you could actually stitch them together. It would be almost like a video clip, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, those sort of things would be really handy for a wedding photographer, especially somebody like myself who does hybrid photo and video, um, and also sometimes a bit of film. But the, the image stabilization would be the number one reason why I would purchase this Canon. Right. It would be the number one. And to a, to a degree that I would probably keep a 5D Mark IV for most of the shooting and then have the right. one of these at so last six. So with the image stabilization, you're thinking again in a dark church, uh, dark reception, whatever, but you can get you know, that shutter speed that you want. No, no, no. no. Oh, right, so right. For, the, for, the, so the stabilization, it's for the video. Oh, sorry. It's to okay, do the sorry, handheld video, sorry. yeah. It's right, not right. for the photos. Not for the photos. Yeah, right, the photos, no, no. not so much, because you can always get... I mean, you can always get away. The, the thing is what I always find, Bob, when you need to go high ISOs for things like details or in a church right. or something like that, yeah. if you need to bump up the ISO crazy, you can do it because you can always fix it afterwards. Mainly it's skin and people yeah. that don't look yeah. great when you try and fix really, really noisy right. images. Yeah. Details, you can always just fix them and smooth off a bit or whatever. Right. Denoise it and sharpen it, and it will look good enough. Yeah. But the but the, if you're shooting people who are moving anyway, you wouldn't want low shutter speeds and stabilization no, of anyway. You so no, you wouldn't. No, the the reality no. is for me is so I can hand hold a shot, and it looks like it's on a tripod. Uh, all I want is the good. camera to be still. I right, don't need right. interesting pans, tilts, and swings right. and all that stuff. I just need to be able to hold a shot, makes take sense. the photo video, yeah, and no, it looks makes, like it's yeah, locked off. Yeah. Drop it, pick up the other shot, take some photos, right. or switch and take some photos. Right. Ah, See what okay. I mean? Okay. Okay. But still, it's a huge investment just for that particular. I say yeah. not just for that. I don't yeah. think it would improve um, your workflow, and I don't think it would. In, I don't think it would bring in more clients either. No, it definitely. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't bring in any more clients. I mean, the other option is if you're doing video and you're just doing video, you'll just have a monopod or a yeah. gimbal or something, you know, and that'll stabilize an older camera. Again, there are multiple ways to do all these different things, but I mean, the autofocus, yeah, whatever. The, you know, it doesn't mean anything yeah, it, to me. It's it Mark II of the. Uh, yeah. Again, we both know dual pixel autofocus is yeah. great. Does your 5D Mark IV have dual yeah. pixel? Oh, it does, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that is a game changer, but I'm using the Sony A6100s, which is APS-C, and it's their entry-level camera. But the autofocus on these, Joe, are phenomenal. Power yeah. them off, USB block, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, but the auto, the, the 5,940 autofocus positions, yeah, who cares? Like, I, I know, mean, yeah. Just move the camera a little bit, focus yeah. and recompose. Yeah. It's not the end of the world, it's not, you know. No, it's not a like, big deal. I get it. Like, I mean, it's almost like you want to lock it off on a tripod and you want to touch that part in the farthest top left corner. Yeah. You know, but that's just, but, but, but again, yeah, there will be some people that would, that would benefit. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm like I'm sports sure. photographers. Yeah, if they're absolutely. trying to follow, uh, you know, an athlete running around the track, 
yeah, and he's definitely. in the distance or she's in the distance and it will just track that person and for, I, I, think, I think that's phenomenal oh, no, I, the, but what I'm saying is, is that for me for you I, I, what I, I think everything yeah, yeah. everything on here is brilliant Bob, yeah, but yeah. for me I would not yeah. it doesn't mean yeah, anything don't to mean me nothing to you. 8k but, doesn't mean anything the you know 4k at 120 does yeah well, of course, you do a lot of slow motion, so that yeah. would be... But, again, but it's, 4K it, being able to yeah. crop in, I mean, I deliver in 1080, but 4K being able to crop in at yeah. 120, that's yeah. that's special. That's, that's and, of course, the 8K, as everyone's been saying, is problematic. A, because of the amount of space. Have you seen how much space an 8K file takes up? Uh, it's colossal. Yeah. It's absolutely colossal. But it's just Not a, to mention it's a marketing overheating. thing, isn't it? Bob? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's just yeah. like, hey, we've got 8K. It doesn't actually... Do what it's supposed to do, yeah. But, you know, but we got 4K 120. That does. You <laughs> see what I mean? So, but Canon are known, obviously, for their video. Even on the Mark, even on the 5D Mark IV, the video files are mass. The video files, sorry, are massive. Oh, are they? So, yeah, they're just really big, and it's just you know. I mean, I I I use them all the time, but that's why I only take small little clips. Three seconds, five, five seconds, seven seconds. I'm not filming half an hour ceremonies no, or two hour no. ceremonies. I'm not doing that. If I did, there would be issues with the recording times and recording limits and things like that. But if I was going to do that, I would just use a video camera. Right. Now, the, so. the, R, the, R5, the R6, I get confused between the R5 and the R6. The R6, now that does look an interesting proposition. It's two and a half thousand. Is it 2,000, something like that? So that's not far off. Well, it's quite a long way off. It's on the A7 III, which is still an amazing camera, the entry level, um, and quite a long way off the uh, Nikon Z6. Yeah, it's still actually the higher level of sort of uh, mid-range yeah. mirrorless cameras, isn't it? But that's got 20 frames a second, 4K up to 60. Um, I don't know if that's a cropped 4K. I, I think it's full-frame sensor. No, I think it is full-frame. Um, mm. uh, again, eight-stop uh, eight image stabilisation. So that would be uh, an interesting it, proposition. Is there dual card slots? Yeah, it is. Yeah, dual both, card slots yeah, on, on both. Yeah, yeah, on both of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, um, and the dual pixel autofocus Mark II. So um, again, at two and a half, say two and a half thousand quid. But again, you've got the issue of having to because it's RF mount is to buy into the new system, isn't it? Buy the new lenses. Well, I suppose yeah. initially you could use an adapter initially, you know. Until, yeah, yeah, you, you know. could, you could do. I mean, it's not the the thing is for me is I'm not one to jump on the you know these and now at this stage of my career I'm yeah. not one to just jump on the new camera now. No, uh, no. The cameras I and the equipment I have do the job that right. I need, and I have so, too many yeah. of them already. So <laughs> yeah, I have too many cameras already, Bob. So why would I then go and invest and also have a young family yeah. which is growing next month as you know. So yeah. oh, we've got other things we need to be buying. I could yeah. buy a car for the price that I'm buying that. You know, yeah, we could put true. a deposit down. That's so the true. money that I would spend right. on two bodies and all the lenses, I could Gosh. put a deposit down on a new house. I think, you, I think your missus would divorce you, I think, if uh, you spent yeah. that sort of money If I would have told gear. her, hey, I've just taken out all this, um, you know, equipment and it costs 15 grand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think she'd slide the divorce papers <laughs> yeah. across the yeah. table. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think the... I think they're both sell. I think the expensive one is going to sell, but it's not going to sell, you know, by the bucket load. Well, I do think that the R6, I get confused now, the R6 will be an interesting proposition, I think, for, for many people. 
Um, yeah, I think, I, think they're, I think both cameras will be absolutely brilliant. I can't wait to hold one. I can't wait to have a go on one. I right. will not be buying one. I will not be pre-ordering no, one. No, no, no. And I just won't be because I just don't need it. No, and I'm I'm into the Sony ecosystem again. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. don't know how long for, but yep. uh, I'm into the Sony <laughs> ecosystem at the moment. So there we go. Yeah. I'll well, give you another 20 minutes. <laughs> See, the Wii's videos yeah. come out like first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, Joe, really appreciate you coming in. It means a lot to me, you coming in, doing these uh, quick chats on nice. different gear. Uh, but we both think, yeah, Canon could well be on to a winner. Yep. Um, ergonomics, again, similar to the... Um, they're putting these mode dials now on um, all the Canon. They've they done that with the... I found that confusing on the M6 Mark II because you had to try and remember what direction does what. Then, what? Yeah. You know, um, uh, yeah, again, it's... Can you work fast with something like that? That's well, the we thing is, Bob, yet. you can work fast with anything as long as you practice. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, yeah. that's the thing. As yeah, long as you don't, yeah. don't cha- keep changing systems and things like yeah, that. Like I do. If, yeah, yeah, like you do. <laughs> if you just have one camera and use it as a tool, use yeah. it every day, you'll know where everything is. You won't yeah, be going, oh, true. do I have to go forward, backwards? You won't have to do that. No, yeah, you, no. you don't need to do that. There we go. Well, Joe, thanks very much. And I'd like to thank you, the audience, for watching this. And if you're listening to this on my podcast, that is great as well. Um, Thanks very much for tuning in. Please subscribe if you haven't already done so. And hit the like button if you like the content of this uh, video. And once again, I would like to thank you again. I know I said earlier, but I'll say it again. I really appreciate everyone that has subscribed. I even appreciate the trolls that leave these rather comical and sometimes very nasty comments. Don't get many, but you do get the odd one or two. And if you haven't listened to me podcast, go to the Tech Review Show. Uh, You'll find it on your Apple podcasting app thing, uh, Spotify, Google Play, wherever. So thanks very much. See you again soon. Bye for now. Did I say thank you to you? I did, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Twice, I think. Twice, right. (laughs)